Welcome to my podcast Inside That Creates Foresight. While walking 21 kilometers every day, I decided it's time I can use this positively and I bring podcast which basically are stories, frameworks, hacks to help you into a journey of entrepreneurship, having better relationship, having better career and having a better life. If you are interested, stay tuned. This is Prabir here from Transformation Plus. Hope that helps. Thank you. today i'd like to share with you two stories two people who are known personally to me and their strive towards one of the dream which many expatriates from various countries who come into australia where i live is to get a permanent residency and to settle in this country and one of the most important thing is pr like there are countless of students aspirants migration worker etc skilled workers who comes to this country with a dream of a better life and in all their strive they have to get because visas are very limited right for 2 years 3 years or 4 years at the max but after that what and the lifestyle is so beautiful in australia or for that matter in many of the western countries is uh people then try to prolong it as a they would like to settle their build homes build families etc and in that strive they have to go through permanent residency thing now here i would like to share a story of two individuals whom i know personally so the first individual is a lady who is basically with an IT profession and uh, uh, has come out of uh, come out of uh, uh, her, her native country and uh, wanted to aspire for a better life over here now had a very rough age with the job because of politics and because of uh, a recession hitting at that point of time where people IT people were losing jobs and they were sent back to their home country this lady tried on and decided to be here and that when the ordeal started another reason is while applying for permanent residency there are a lot of processes steps exams needs to be passed course needs to be brought in documents needs to be submitted and all that in there one of the most important part of an exam is basically to uh, to uh, to uh, to let the immigration official ascertain what is the proficiency in english speaking reading listening and writing so they have a test called pearson test of english now that the idea of scoring is all the four sections needs to be passed and if you get a particular score there is not really a pass and fail it is based on a band if you get a particular score beyond let's say 79 pass then you get a certain number of points which helps for your evaluation as a permanent resident now why i'm saying all this i'm not uh, sharing with you how to how to apply for a pearson test of english towards your permanent residence in australia possibly you are not the one who is listening would be have any interest in doing that 
But let me share with you the strike. People getting a permanent residency here is not easy. It takes a lot of time, a lot of patience, a lot of process, a lot of money and focus to get it done. And many people in that journey, they drop off. But this lady pursued and decided to get a PSN test of English. Now, she's quite well spoken, but ability to speak does not mean that you pass the exam. It requires a certain kind of education, focus, skills of listening, skills of writing, etc. Now, only with spoken English you cannot do that. She understood when she first appeared for the exam and the score did not come as expected. And there, a strenuous journey began in scoring that right number. And in one sitting, the rule is in one sitting, in the same day when you sit in the exam, all the four, it's like a combo lock. All the four phases of the exam, which is reading, writing, speaking, and listening, should have that particular band of score together. If you get, let's say, for example, reading, writing, and listening, if you get a particular band, let's say a higher band, and uh, uh, and uh, one of the other one which is remaining, you get a lower band, you'd not be able to get that score. It will be nullified. It has to be done all four in one go. That's the evaluation or success criteria here. That ordeal of getting that thing scored in that particular way, it took her two and a half years. And it was her 16th attempt, one six, 16th attempt is when she got it. And remember one thing, when you are working on a very... Uh, 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 when your cost of living is very high and, and you are living on a college job, that exam itself is around $350 approximately at that point of time for each sitting. And it's not easy. And you just you just don't get a time to sit in the exam. There's a waiting period of time. There's a huge, and sometimes you have to travel. Let's say if she's living in Melbourne, she has to travel to Canberra or take a train, take a bus, take a flight to go and appear for the next exam. She might not get the seat there in her local city, let's say in Melbourne. She might be getting it only after three months. These are so many difficulties. Second attempt. Again, I think she scored two out of two. Two were as per that band, the two did not. Like that, she did third. But the two bands, which was lower, they came up, the, all the three came up and one went down. And during that time, I think she almost spent over $6,000 in two and a half years. In just the exam fees and forget about the cost of travel, the time taken, and the preparatory scores, the coaching, education, she went and took private tuitions, etc. Such a long task. But second, third time, 
and over two and a half years. Can you imagine the time? And by that time, the rule, the application which you have given as your expression of interest for your permanent residency, that itself has changed. The rules have changed. Every year they change the rules. The rules have changed. So the evaluation criteria gets difficult and difficult and difficult. And many a times it was silent tears, many a times it was a vengeance and, and a giving a preparation with gusto, all those things happened. One year passed and you know the job pressure, these changing jobs, changing homes, changing things, it was happening on the side. Second year went by. The score still not, that combo lock of four at one go did not happen. Can you imagine, if imagine you are passing one of the most important exams which would change the way you live your life forever. How do you feel about that? And after that only you can then plan for the next phase of your life, which is maybe buying a home and, you know, uh, getting uh, uh, a job in a local company or applying for other government jobs, etc. That can happen only after that. Can you imagine the medical bills, etc. because uh, some of the insurances are not covered, but being a permanent resident, foreign citizen, you get certain kind of benefits with regards to Medicare and other things. All those things. So many dreams are getting stuck in that bottleneck of scoring. I generally, at that point of time, I would ask her, like, what is going on in your mind? I could see after every score, which was unsuccessful, she would go into a depression. Then after the but she would do two things which I would like to share with you as a learning from this podcast. A, the moment she saw her score, guess what she would first do? You might be thinking, oh, she used to take a pillow and cry. No, she used to book the next exam day whenever it is first available. Maybe it is three months away. Maybe it is four months away. Second thing she used to do, she used to go and meet her tutor and say, okay, this is now what has happened. What do I do? After those two episodes, possibly she would shed tears and she would be a little bit depressed, etc. And then again, life goes on. And understand one more thing. This exam doesn't happen on a weekend. Mostly it is on weekdays. Okay? And on weekdays, you have to take a leave. Your important deployment, being an IT engineer, you know what you, what is that. Deployment is going on, urgent meetings are going on, but you take all that and take half a day to prepare for that exam. If you are lucky, it is in the same city. All those things was going on. She did not give up. So whenever there was a failure, she would book an attempt. What do you learn from this? There is a very important lesson 
which we all can learn. When I scored, when she got the result, she already paved the path for her next attempt. And over two and a half years, she repeated it 15 times. By that time, guess what has happened? A thing which was which went very unnoticed, but she realized that she was now very knowledgeable and she knows exactly and she used to take a journal after every exam. The next important thing she used to do is she used to take notes what may have went wrong because the memories are fast. She would write all the questions. The moment she came out of her exam hall, she used to tell me that she used to write. Memory was fresh. She used to write as many questions because those questions are not available. The question, and you cannot bring the question paper out. So she used to write all the questions by sitting in the lobby, whereas other students are enjoying giving high five, having coffee, tea, whatever. She used to sit down and write the question. One after one, as much she can do. So two things happened. She used to book book the next day after every failure and talk to her tutor and she would write all the questions. Now there is a very, very big thing which has happened because of her ability to write those questions. I'll cover that soon. Fifteen such incidents happened over two and a half years. And on the sixteenth one, she finally got the score. Things happened from there. She became a permanent resident in Australia, the little girl bought her own home. She's a certified millionaire now. She bought a million dollar property in Australia. Very proud of her. And also, guess what? Her citizenship application got accepted. So see how much ordeal. And I've seen many people in the same category who could not sustain their failure and they went back to their home country. Now, what is the finale? Let's call it a grand finale of this whole story. Then what happened was, he, because of her 15 failures, she became such an expert that automatically she used to very passionately talk about this English test and many people started noticing. They used to come to her and get some tuition. And guess what? The money invested, she is not running a business, it's people who used to come home, okay, can we, can we take this, can we, can we, and they used to literally pay her for her note which she has taken over the two and a half years where you know she could not uh, she could not pass the exam uh, and she used to take the notes of the question that became a product in itself and and that became a product in itself and she started giving it out and people used to pay her back. And whatever she has spent, 
he earned it back within six months' time. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful story, isn't it? What a beautiful story. What a story of inspiration. He pivoted an incident which was stunned with failure. She spinned it, she pivoted it, and made it a success story. It was so inspiring. The second incident is a guy who strived exactly nine years to get a permanent residency. Now, this guy is from when he came in here, he already had a family, a little daughter, wife, wife is not working. And he used to do odd jobs, sometimes driving a cab, sometimes washing clothes in a commercial laundry, and sometimes packing fruit and vegetables, etc., etc., etc. And this happened for a long time. Now, he used to do so many odd jobs because by these eight years, I think at least six times the rules have changed. So he came in here as an international student, tried, studied a course, went ahead, and then the laws were changed, so that skills were no longer required as a skills of interest for Australia. The skills changed, he changed his education, he took student loan, etc. Worked his ass off to pay those loans, and kept on in eight years. He strived, he strived, he strived, strived. Ninth year. He got his permanent residency. In these eight years, if I tell you, the average working hours of this guy was close to 16 hours minimum. Why? He used to do odd jobs. Okay? So, sometimes he used to do long hours and he was underpaid to run his family. He used to go, not only in his own city, he used to go outside a city like 300-400 kilometers a day to find some work to put bread on the table for his family. He used to drive a car, I still remember, which has no guarantee if you do at all. Roll his car, it was so battered. But this guy kept on. Kept on at it. One year, two year, three year, changed his education. Fourth year, fifth year, changed his education. Eight years. And how many times he has, he has invested in that and how much money he has paid in going through the different evaluation because the application has only a validity criteria of I think for maximum of two years. You know, the expression of interest. I think so. I may be wrong. So that was a long wait. Even the wait cost you money. Time, focus, energy, uncertainty, and whatnot. He has gone through all that. He was cheerful. He he kept his mind positive reading books. Sometimes he went into the bout of depression. 
then I chat with him, bring him up, and things kept on going. Long story short, today he owns two homes in Australia, doing very well. He is self-employed. He runs his own business. Wife works in health industry, and they are blessed with two child, and they are doing good. Realize the Australian dream, and sometimes when we meet, we still joke about his old car, which would hardly start, and if he starts. We don't know when it will stop. What an inspiring story! So summarizing, that lady's story is very inspirational. Fifteen times, two and a half years, and then the best part among both the stories is the first story, where she pivoted entirely just because she was taking notes of the question. How she turned it into a success story. Not only she recovered all the cost, but not recover the time, but the cost she recovered. So, I would like to ask my listeners, what did you learn from both the stories? And these are two real people, thriving, prospering, and growing every day. And if you are stuck in life, please understand that stuck is only temporary in this cosmos. Being stuck means you are still evolving, still prospering. When you are ready, the road will open onto you. Keep striving. This is Prabir here. your podcaster for today have a good day